Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. My name is Aubrey Sampson, alongside my special guest co-host, Catherine McNeil, and we are so excited to talk to the author of Planting by Pastoring, a brand new book out by Nathan Knight. Nathan, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. Look forward to the conversation. Okay, Nathan. So I'm a geek about church planting. I love talking church planting, but not everyone does. Not all of our listeners are church planters. So why'd you write this and why does it matter? Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of conversation about what church planting is about and of course, there's a lot of agreement that it's about evangelism, and of course, we're trying to do that. We want to see lost people come to faith in Christ, but yeah. one of the burdens I had in writing this book was just a desire to try to help church planters actually think really carefully mm-hmm. about the thing they're trying to start. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what is a church? Who leads churches? Pastors, all right? What does that mean in relation to the church, all right? And then uh, what's the goal of thing? How do we know that we're succeeding in this work? Mm-hmm. So trying to fill and answer those basic questions. So good. I love how uh, simple yet provocative the title is, Planting by Pastoring, a vision for starting a healthy church. I know, you know, you spent many thousands of words explaining this, but could you summarize (laughs) what is your vision for a healthy church? Great question. Yeah, Yeah, just trying to get into those scriptures. You know, Paul's planting churches all over the place. And uh, we see that after he gathers, he would evangelize the lost, gather them together. And we read in First Timothy 3 and Titus 1 and other places, Acts 14, they put pastors over top of those church plants. And so mm. I think we sometimes in church planting circles talk about being entrepreneurs and yeah. mm. kind of mindedness, starting stuff from nothing, which, of course, is part of the work. But the thing I'm trying to press in, the vision here, is that we need to know what a church is and pastors lead churches. And so we're not primarily entrepreneurs. We're Amen. not primarily kind of business people trying to start stuff. Yep. That planters ought to be pastors that are trying to care for God's people and feed them and, and care for them. Mm. And so that's the vision, just to try to, what's a church and pastors lead them, not entrepreneurs, and uh, try to help them feed them that Christ would be glorified. Oh, I love wow. that. You said something that's a big statement, Nathan, yeah. but I think it's worth talking yeah. about. You said, I want to yeah. say, I want to tell people, what is the church? Or I want to answer the question, what is the church? Yeah. Again, yeah. like Catherine said, yeah. you, you spent thousands yeah. of words unpacking that, but give us the rundown. <laughs> what is a church and, sure. what, and what is not a church? Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's start off with that last question because it's a good one. So, right, we, we think when you have like your community group gathering, right? I'm sure maybe you guys have churches where a few of you get together throughout the week. Yep. Yep. Uh, or you have the college Bible study on the campus, those kinds of things. I'm going to say those are not churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's what is a church, and hopefully that will shed light on why those things are not churches. And so a church I define in the book is, is the regular gathering of Christians who have covenanted together to preach the gospel, portray the gospel, and protect the gospel. Nice use Preaching of keys the gospel, there, sir. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm a pastor preacher, so I, I love it. Three points. But preaching the gospel pretty clear, like make it clear what the gospel is. You're regularly preaching that. You're regularly gathering. You're agreeing together as to what gospel you're preaching. And then again, you're preaching that. And then portraying, I'm really referencing two things there, the ordinances, baptism and Lord's Supper. Okay. You're doing that together. You're not doing that presumably in most cases on campus ministries sure. and the like. You're doing that together of people that are gathering together. 
that's the portrayal of the gospel. And then thirdly, the protection of the gospel, which I'm going to argue is membership and discipline, taking mm. people in and making sure that people are really Christians. Wow. So as to say, that's what a Christian is. That's what a Christian is not. Mm. That's the work of the church. You know, campus ministries, community groups, they do that kind of stuff. But I'm going to argue that Scripture teaches that's the work of congregations. Mm. Well, my next question is similar. How would you define a pastor, and how is a pastor different from a CEO in in the most important ways, or an entrepreneur, I think is the word you use? Yeah. I love that question. Great question. Yeah, so a pastor is, first off, somebody It's going to be a, a qualified man. Uh, we read that in First Timothy three, First Timothy two, and First Timothy three, and Titus one. Uh, a qualified man. So there's all those character qualifications. So you get a qualified man that has the character. So that's the first one is they okay. have character that meets those qualifications. Secondly, they're men of capability, namely they're able to teach the word faithfully. And then uh, thirdly, they have compassion for uh, the saints of whom God mm. has died to gain. Uh, so they're not just, well, I'll come back to the entrepreneurs. Uh, so they, they care for those people. You think about, remember what Jesus said to Peter at the end, his first church planning class, right? Feed my he sheep. Him, Do you love me? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love that sheep. compassion. Yes, compassion. And then the fourth would be conviction, Titus 1, right, to be able to teach sound doctrine and refute those that contradict it. So there you want to have good pastors that have the character, have the capability, have the compassion, and have the conviction. And that's somebody that really cares about the glory of Christ and the good of his people and the welfare of his neighbor, as opposed to the entrepreneur guy is really more mindful towards the bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. To kind of get the thing up and go and make yeah. it profitable. And they might be willing to compromise here or there, whereas pastors can't. We can't mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to be willing to do what Jesus says is best, no matter what the cost is. And Nathan, I I know one of the things that you write about is is sort of measuring success as a church plant. What does success look like in planting? Amen. Well, it goes back to that definition. You know, they're gathering regularly. They are agreeing together in what the truth is. The gospel is regularly being preached. They're taking the Lord's Supper. They're baptizing those new believers. They're uh, taking members in, putting members out, that sort of thing. I would also add they're loving one another, John 13, right? They'll know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another. So that's what a, that's what a healthy church is. It's what they ought to be doing. That's how you know kind of quote-unquote success is. And one of the things I really get at heart in the book is, is um, that is not – notice what I didn't say there is what I call the four S's in the book. So d- success is not size, speed – self-sustainability, and spread. So sorry for all the alliterations. No, it's good. I like it. I like that. (laughs) So size, in other words, like we're not just the goal. Success is not just get a really big speed, get big quick, self-sustainability, get big quick, and then much money where we're taking care of ourselves and for spread, multiplying. We want all four of those things. I Mm. want all four of those things. Yeah, right, right. Those four things don't define success. Yeah, so... What does find success is what I mentioned before. It's just doing those basic things Jesus calls us to do as Christians. So good. So good. Nathan, there are so many things we could talk about. And one of the things that um, I'm, I'm also curious about is this idea of treasuring Christ together. Oh, you're you, you're interested in, you know, yeah. treasuring Jesus as a team, as a Indeed. church. How do we do that? Oh, man, thank you so much for asking that. That's, uh, 
yeah, this is at the heart for me. This is, you know, you are, you are what you love, right? You are what you love. You are what you celebrate. And so the church does not exist as an entity unto itself. This is why I'm going to say that even multiplication, while we want that to happen, I want, we've planted other churches in our endeavoring to do that. I'm part of a network that's trying to do that. But at the end of the day, uh, the reason why we exist is to treasure Christ, right? You look at the end of the Bible, right? At the end, what, what are we going to be doing in heaven? As we are going to be exalting, enjoying, seeing, savoring, loving the excellencies of Christ. And so we ought to be doing that in the life of the church. And the way that we do that is just by lifting him up in our preaching and our singing and our praying. You know, I like to ask people in my church this question, are you glad that you're a Christian? And most of the time they say yes. Yeah. And, and if they, when they say yes, I'll say, tell me one reason why. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times people's faces light up mm. and they just say, because he's so good to me or because, you know, whatever, because he forgave me of my sin, because he, he's my refuge, whatever the answer is. Yeah. And so I think we can somehow lose sight of that on occasion, that he's the goal. Mm. That's Wonderful. so fantastic. Nathan Knight is the author of Planting by Pastoring. He's passionate about the work of church planting and the end goal of treasuring Christ together. Nathan, where can our people find and follow you and order this book. Oh gosh, you can find it on Crossway's website. I'm sure you can find it on that ubiquitous website called Amazon. <laughs> heard of it. Heard uh, of it, Nathan. Heard of it. Yeah, heard of it. Yeah, it's been out there. Yeah, brand and, new, uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, and we have a church planning weekender that we gather people to try to help people in these ideas every November. If you Google church planning weekender, you can find us there too. Oh, fantastic. Nathan Knight, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Aubrey. Thank you, Catherine, so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. When you drive the most dependable mass market brand, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the number one most dependable mass market brand three years in a row by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among mass market brands in the J.D. Power 2021 to 2023 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Studies. 2023 study based on 2020 models. See jdpower.com awards for 2023 details.